Good afternoon to you out there, and welcome in here to the Almy Central College site of Fortnite. Today's game here on Jack FM is between the two Indians as the Lawrenceville Indians and the Altamont Indians. Welcome to the broadcast position here in the top of the bleachers here at OCC. Travis Sparks alongside Dominic Taters, and we're here calling all the action here on the voice about my Indian Athletics. 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM, also on the FEM Radio app and FEMRadio.com as well. As Altamont comes into this one, a quick turnaround for both of these squads, but Altamont comes in at 16-5 and on the season, and they just picked up their fourth win in the NTC play last night over CHBC. And Morrisville comes in to this one at 20-3 on the year and a perfect 5-0 and in the LIC after their win last night against Aldi. We'll get to both of those here in just a second, but uh, Altman last night was victorious over CHBC 66-39, and it was Kaden Miller leading the way in the points department, 21 points. Uh, Aiden McManaway hit some threes, and he had 14 points, and Kate Millville added 11 a couple of assists as well. And Kata Miller was more often than not the beneficiary of a couple of those uh, nice assists that Millville uh, had there uh, last night. And uh, Altamont was able to uh, end up a quick, a quick turnaround, but it was quite the turnaround there in uh, uh, CHBC last night as uh, uh, the Bobcats had an early lead and then Altamont had to battle back and then they outscored him 18-3 to there in that second quarter. And they basically took control uh, from there, Dominic, and uh, ended up uh, cruising to the victory and ended up loading the, unloading the bench there at the very end in order to arrest some of the uh, main starters here uh, with the game uh, today. So it ended up being a uh, blowout victory uh, last night over uh, Feature City. But uh, it was a little bit scary there in the early going. Yeah, no, it was it was scary there in the, uh, the early going, for sure. The THBC went out to a... 18 to 11 uh, first quarter lead and uh, yeah you're thinking oh you know uh, maybe a, I don't know maybe a trap game type you know situation or whatever as they like to say in, in football you know for a big big opponent you know like Lawrenceville but uh, CH or excuse me Altamont was able to pull it together in the second quarter and they outscored CHBC 13, or 16 to 3 and uh, they just uh, pretty much took over, took over from there and uh CHBC really didn't uh but yeah they, they they definitely still still played hard and gave gave the effort and everything just wasn't like they just laid down and gave up or anything but uh Alcamont definitely had control the rest the rest of the way so uh yeah we'll see what uh, this quick quick turnaround you know does and uh does here for for both teams as both teams were you know victorious last night and uh We'll see how we'll see how they uh, they both react, and uh, you know if those uh, you know basically less than uh, almost less than you know close to little over twelve hours, you know playing playing their game. I guess more than twelve hours, but anyway, you know eighteen hours of playing the game last night. So uh, we'll see how both teams react. It's definitely interesting, and uh, this is my first time, Travis. I don't know about you. It's my first time being inside the OCC. Uh, at the OCC gym here at Albany Central College, and uh, I've listened to uh, some Blue Knights games on on the radio before in the past, but only several times. 
saw a couple games at Olney High School. It was my first time being at OCC, so it's a nice, nice facility here. And uh, just, uh, yeah, just uh, good, good, to, good to see different different places, different venues, and things like that when we're out uh, broadcasting these games for, for Alphamont. So. Yeah, and then the only time that I would have potentially been here would have been in college at Lakeland. They play in the same conference as Lakeland at the junior college level. Uh, the Great Rivers Athletic Conference. I see all the uh, teams on the board uh, to our left there on the wall, including the Lakers uh, there being on it. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, great to be here in a different setting uh, here today, uh, being uh, playing on a uh, college floor. So uh, both teams are out here early getting some uh, shots up because it's kind of a different backdrop uh, here for uh, both uh, teams uh, shooting-wise and a gym that you're not normally familiar with. So, I uh, get some familiarization with the uh, backdrop uh, there of the backboard. Uh, there, it's basically just two white walls uh, back there. So, uh, a little bit of a different setting here today. But Lawrenceville is uh, coming off an impressive win last night overall. The 59-49 was the final score there. There was only third loss of the season, and their first loss in the conference play as well in the Little Illini. They actually lost to Alney early on in the season at the uh, Thanksgiving tournament at the Capital Classic there in uh, Lawrenceville. Uh, only got them by four, but then uh, they got a little bit of revenge. Uh, they're winning in conference as well. They didn't play each other in the conference tournament because uh, Newton actually beat Lawrenceville uh, there in the uh, semifinals, so they weren't able to uh, meet up in the championship uh, again. Uh, so uh, an impressive win, to uh, say the least. Uh, Brian Jenkins, uh, Jenkins uh, led the way for the uh, uh, Indians of Lawrenceville. A 6'4 senior at 25 points, 6 rebounds, and he pretty much is one of the guys that uh, fills it up for uh, Lawrenceville as he's averaging about 20.7 points a game this season, and he also has out-of-the-gym athleticism as well. I've seen him on the highlight reels uh, throw down a couple of uh, breakaway jams and uh, can rise up and uh, dunk it as well. So one of the guys to contend for today here offensively against Lawrenceville also, Landon Sanders, a, a 6'3", a senior, scored 20 points in the win last night against Alney. He's, he's averaging about 13.5 points a game. And then on the, uh, another uh, double-digit scorer on the season is Maddox uh, Pargin, as he's a, a junior. And uh, those three guys are all averaging uh, double figures on the season. So uh, that's going to be tough for the uh, Altamont Indians to contend with because, you know, they got three guys that can uh, fill it up and that can uh, rebound uh, the basketball. Uh, really well, so uh, that's what we're up against uh, here today. A talented Lawrenceville squad uh, here at OCC. Yeah, definitely going to be going to be a great great test for the uh, for the Altamont Indians. See how they can uh, how they size up against uh, against Lawrenceville, a uh, team that's uh, they're not ranked in, in two A polls, but they are receiving votes in the two uh, A polls, and uh, you know they're they're twenty twenty and three for a reason, and uh, you know, having one of their one of their better better years in, uh, in recent memory, and uh, it just be a, a great a great battle here, and uh, for for both teams, I would have to say, and uh, you know, for uh, it would be great competition, and you know, especially for Altamont to play a two uh, A school, you know, like like Lawrenceville, and uh, you know, definitely a great great competition, and uh, I'm just gonna be interested to see, you know, uh, how things shape up here, you know, especially. With short turnaround for both teams just uh you know if uh you know if Altamont gets down early or how you know like 
maybe like they did last night, see how if they, if they can come back and uh, see, see how they do. So I'm just uh, I'm ready for this one, Travis. I think it'll be a great uh, be a great great game for uh, both uh, both squads, and uh, we'll uh, Lawrenceville definitely well represented here today as far as fans and a handful of Alabama fans has uh, showed up. It looks like, but uh, hopefully you're not here you're listening to us here on uh, 105.5 and 100.5 jack fm and we'll uh bring you the game here in about uh three and a half minutes hey you know it's about 30 minute or so a drive away from uh Warrenville, uh here uh, today but uh yeah they have a pretty strong contingent here uh over here basically almost uh right side to the middle of the uh stands here are uh, packed with uh, Lawrenceville fans and yeah some uh, Altamont fans did make the uh, trek up here to uh, Albany, and we appreciate that, and we appreciate everyone out there that's listening in a radio land uh, as well. And it's a tough little test here today for Altamont, and a nice little addition to the uh, schedule uh, as we uh, near a postseason play for the boys. Only a couple more weeks left in the uh, season, only a handful more matchups uh, to go in the uh, regular season. Like we mentioned last night, the uh, Lady Indians there were set in postseason play as they drew the uh, two seed there, and they'll be the top seed in the Detroit Regional. And their first game will be uh, next Monday, uh, taking on the winner of Diogo or Sarah Gordo in uh, next Saturday's postseason uh, beginning uh, there for the uh, girls basketball uh, there. And Altamont has a tough game on Monday. We'll be there in Glen Carbon as it's going to be Altman making the trip down there to face off against Father McGivney. And Father McGivney is also a talented squad as well. They drew a two-seed in their region and a sectional as well. So a good little test for the Lady Indians before they come home on a Thursday for senior night there against the Paris Tigers. And we know the dynasty that Paris is at the high school uh, level they are uh, their record may not look as great as it has been in the years past but uh they're a great little program there for coach tingley and uh paris so uh come out and support the girls for a senior night uh there and uh, we'll be having coverage for you here on the radio side if you can't make it to the game and then uh, altamont's got a couple of games on the boys side three games in fact next week as well as uh, they got that game on a tuesday back in conference against neoga and then they also got another NTC battle with St. Elmo on a Friday night as well. And then that big one next Saturday is Warren, Warrensburg-Latham against Tuscola uh, there. All right, it looks like both teams are completing their warm-ups, and it looks like uh, they'll be ready for the starting lineup momentarily uh, here. And I'm not quite sure if we're going to have a, a national anthem or not, but... Uh, we're going to step away uh, for the uh, National Anthem, and it's brought to you by uh, Tingley Insurance Agency. We'll be back in a few minutes for the tip-off of this one between Lawrenceville and Altamont here at Almia Central College. So uh, we'll be back in a few minutes after the anthem. You're listening to Altamont Indian Basketball here on Jack of
You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in to uh, all a Central College at South Monterey Lawrenceville here this afternoon. It will be the start of lineups for the away team on the scoreboard today, the Altamont Indians. They're going with number five, Caden Davis, a 5'10 senior, number 14, Eli Miller, a 6'0 senior, number 22, A.K. Millville, a 6'2 sophomore, Number 24, Ada McManaway, he's a 6'3", a senior. And number 42, Ada Miller, is a 6'5", a senior. So, again, it's Davis, Miller, Eli Miller, that is. Melville, McManaway, and Miller, Ada Miller, that is. The five of four Altman. Coach today by Trenton Cool today in the office of Coach Nieberge and assisted by Brian Suko as well. Lawrenceville, they will be going with number zero, Parker Hardman. He's a junior, and he stands at 5'8". Number three, Landon Sanders. He's a 6'3", and he's a senior. Number four, Xander Sisna. He's a 5'10", a sophomore. Number 23, Brian Jenkins. He's a 6'4", senior. Number 24, Maddox Pargin. He's a 6'3", a junior. So, again, it's Hartman, Sanders, Sisna, Jenkins, and Pargin for the Lawrenceville Indians. In their home white uniforms and red numbers and red trim on there. Kind of got the red stripe going on on the side of their jerseys. And Altamont in their road uh, black uniforms with orange numbers and white trim as well. As it's going to be, Kata Miller going to be tipping it off against uh, Jenkins uh, there. And Lawrenceville coached by Randy Bishop. 20 and a 3 on the season are Lawrenceville. There we go today here at OCC. And we're underway as Altamont won the tip off. And we going left to right on your radio dial here to begin this game. As it'll be McManaway giving things over here on the right side to a Millville. Now high post for Eli back out to McManaway at the top of the circle. Pass over to a Davis. A Davis inside the arc. No good. And it's going to be rebounded by Jenkins. And a quickly other way for Lawrenceville. And the jumper is good for Hartman in transition. It's 2 nothing. Lawrenceville, and then quickly, McManaway trying to get the long outlet pass to Kata Miller is picked off, intercepted by Jenkins. So turnover on Altamont, and it'll be a Cisna going inside, and he has a shot affected by McManaway. Lawrenceville gets the ball back. I'll go over to a Jenkins here on to the right wing. He'll spin around, and a couple of spins against Kata Miller, and he goes off the glass and in for Jenkins. And it's 4 nothing Lawrenceville. Yeah, Altamont response here. That once gets off this quick early lead. And McManaway will have it over to uh, Davis. Davis cross for a pass to a Millville here on the right wing. Takes a three, but then goes over to a uh, Davis. Davis for three this time. And KD for three. Altamont first two is four to two. And say it's actually a two-point shot. Yeah, Mark the down to three, so it must have had to put it on the line. And a Jenkins. Will make his second basket. It's six to two. And I thought Davis was shooting it from the uh, college three-point line that time. So, 
It'll be uh, Davis getting back things to McMahon away. He'll step inside and take a three-pointer as well, and that's good. And uh, they're going to say that was a two as well. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand this either. Nearly picked off as Jenkins. Well, handoff there to uh, Hardman. Hardman with a free-throw line jumper. It's off no good. It's rebounded by Millville. As McManaway will have it on the left side. Now they get over to uh, Davis. Davis thought about a three, but steps inside the arc and takes the short little jumper. Is off. Levin McManaway gets the offensive rebound. His jump shot is off no good. And rebounded there by Sanders. Things up to uh, Hardman, and he'll shuffle things off to uh, Jenkins. Now over in the corner to uh, Sanders. And uh, Sanders will look to go inside. But back out to uh, Jenkins. The shot for three is off no good. Rebounded by Millville. Millville had it poked away uh, from behind, and it's going to be stolen away there, and it's going to be Cisna with the basketball. And it'll be uh, over there nearly stolen away that time, and it'll be a Jenkins getting it off there, and it's going to be picked off by McManaway, and they're going to call a jump ball. Jump ball and alternate possession arrow. Keep it here with Altamont. As it'll be taken out there on the baseline. And it's 6 to 4. Down low to Jenkins. Jenkins puts it up. Had a block from behind, but it's going to be a foul. A lot of contact there with Kata Miller. So it'll be a free throws upcoming for Jenkins and Lawrenceville. Yep, definitely, uh, yeah, a lot of contact there from uh, Miller. That's uh, his first, and Alphamont's uh, third first. And Jenkins will be at the line, and he'll make the uh, free throw, and it is a 7-4. So it'll be Jenkins' second free throw on the way up and good as well. Two for two there for Jenkins, and he's got six of the eight for Lawrenceville. It's eight to four. Under five to go here in the opening quarter. Manaway will get it across the half-court line, and it's picked off by Jenkins. They were trying to get it to the high post, Eli. But it's going to be a, a pass back and forth with Sisna and Jenkins, and Jenkins finishes the layup, and it's 10 to 4, Lawrenceville. Jenkins has 8 to 10 for Lawrenceville. Millville has it here on the right wing, and now they'll pass over to McManaway, over to Davis here on the left side. Now it's going to be uh, McManaway uh, stepping inside to back out to uh, Davis. Now Kata Miller on the baseline underneath with two guys around him, and it's blocked out of bounds. So it'll stay right here without It'll be Eli Miller taking it out underneath the basket. To get it in to uh, Kata Miller. Now over to uh, Millville up at the top of the key. Now McManaway has it. And McManaway will give over to uh, Davis here on the right wing. Over to McManaway. And uh, now he had it taken away, and it's going to be stolen by Lawrenceville again. And it's going to be still not controlled, and Kata Miller dives on the floor for it. Uh, finally going to call a jump ball. An alternate possession arrow will give it to Altamont. Well, nice effort there by, uh, by both clubs, and Kata Miller tried to uh, try to dive and get that ball. Luckily, the possession arrow is in Altamont's favor. So it'll be a McManaway again across under four to go here. Lawrenceville is 10 to four. As Millville takes a mid-range jumper short, and it's going to be rebounded there by Pargin. 
Hargen here in a transition. He'll stop and pop from mid-range. Nothing but net. And a Hargen hits for a two points. 12 to four Lawrenceville. As McMahon away, we'll get it over to uh, Millville. And now they'll have Eli Miller. Eli Miller with a jump shot. It's off no good. But Millville's there for the follow. His layup is no good. And rebounded by Jenkins. In transition, beats everybody down the floor. Up and in by Pargin. And Coach Cole wants a timeout. Lawrenceville jumps out to the 14-4 lead. And we'll take a timeout as well. We'll be back at 30 here. We're seeing it out my basketball here on Jack and Vim. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Alney Central College. And we just got a rules clarification there. As I, I got a text message from Altamont Athletic Director Katie Lurkin saying uh, both teams decided to not have the uh, three-point line here since it's not painted on the floor uh, here. So uh, no threes here today so that's going to be uh very odd uh here but that's why both of those uh jump shots there for Altamont only kind of as two uh there so a little clarification there as Yarhouse will have it in the corner and down low to Kata Miller spin around up in the lane and the layup is good and Kata Miller's first shot is 14 to 6. Thank you to AD Lurkers for that information because I was surely confused uh, it's Jenkins with the uh, mid-range jumper, short, and it's rebounded by Kata Miller. Over to McManaway here across the timeline, 2.20 to go in the game, or in the first quarter, I should say. Now I go to Eli Miller, and he had it at the free throw line, and he was tripped up, and there's going to be a foul on Lawrenceville. Foul's on Brian Jenkins, his first, Lawrenceville's first in the quarter. So Millville inbounds in front of the uh, score table. Get it in to McManaway. Over to a yard house here on the left wing. And now uh, McManaway will have it at the top of the circle. And it nearly poked away, but he got it back. Now Millville has it dribble his way through traffic. Eli found some open space in the middle, and he puts up the little push shot. Good. Eli's first two points is 14-8. Nice little pass there by Millville to get Eli Miller there. It's a big old paint. Uh, it'll be uh, Jenkins over into the corner there, and there's going to be a, a stepping on the line there by uh, Sanders, so it'll be out of bounds to Altamont. I got that down as the first turnover of the game for Lawrenceville, where uh, Altamont has four. And uh, Davis is uh, back in, and McManaway will take a seat. As uh, Millville will have it over to uh, Yarhouse. And Yarhouse will get it over to uh, Millville. And Millville, free throw line jumper for Eli. It's way off, but Millville's there for the follow. His shot short, but Caden's for the follow. His shot's no good. And finally, rebounded by Pargin. As it'll be uh, Jenkins with it, and he has it in the post, and he throws up the shot. No good. And rebounded by Caden Miller. 
minute 10 to go in the opening quarter. Millville dribbling his way through traffic. Now up at the top of the key to Caden Miller. Now over to Yarhouse here on the right wing. And it's uh, Millville at the top of the key. Over to uh, Yarhouse. Now the swing things here on the perimeter. Over to KD here on the left side. Now up top to Millville. He fakes and he walked with it. So took too many steps on the pump fake. And it'll be a turnover back to Lawrenceville. Up until that turnover, Altamont's uh, starting to come back here. This game's a little bit on a little uh, four, four nothing run here. Yeah, ever since that last time out, yeah. it really started to play a little better. As Pargin, you say that, and Pargin makes the baseline jump shot, and 16 to 9. 16 8, sorry. As Yarhouse, a couple of pump fakes to go to Eli. Now, Kata Miller lost it. And so it'll be a turnover back to Lawrenceville. Is very often for Alabama, but six six turnovers so far here in this first period. Manaway and Radel will come back in, and Kaden Miller and Millville will take a seat. It'll be Cisna bringing up the floor for Lawrenceville, and uh, now they'll get things over to uh, Sanders. Now they're swinging on the perimeter here and working around with 20 seconds left. Probably hold for the uh, final shot for Coach Bishop, and uh, now they'll have it in between the circles now. It is Hardman here on the right side. Ten seconds to go. Finally get into their offense, and it's Sanders here with a pump fake. Jumper is in and out. No good. Rebounded by Radel. Three seconds left. McMahon away. Up to Eli. Long three-pointer. It's off. No good. And after one quarter of play, eight minutes gone. Lawrenceville, 16. Altamont 8. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Altamont and he's basketball here on Jack FM. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take... You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Start of the uh, second quarter, Lawrenceville is a 16-2-8, and now they get to a Jenkins who's cut into the hole and had it partially blocked there by Manaway. Lawrenceville gets it back. Pargin with a three-pointer. It's off no good. And rebounded there, and a Parge is going to take a long jump shot. It's off, and rebounded by Davis. As it'll be over to McManaway crossing the half-court line. As McManaway will get it over to a Yarhouse left side, a deep shot. It was way short beyond that college three-point arc. Eli tried to save it from going out, but instead it's going to be Jenkins running the other way. A layup, good. Some good lateral quickness there. 18-8, to Lawrenceville. Jenkins at 10 already for Lawrenceville. 
Deli's get his advertised, that's for sure. Definitely. Our house here on the left side. Now top two, McManaway. McManaway get over to a yard house. He thought about a long jump shot, but instead gets it over to a Eli. Eli here at the uh, free throw line, and he tacks it back out across the arc. Now Yarhouse takes the pass over to uh, McManaway. Now McManaway cross court pass to uh, Davis. Davis cross court pass nearly picked off. It was knocked away by Pargin as it goes out of bounds. It'll stay right here at Altamont though. Jaden Golf checks in for the nice there by uh, Pardon try to uh, knock that one or steal that one there. Yarhouse and uh, Eli Miller check out, and Millville and Radel check back in. Millville here, hands off to uh, McManaway here on the left side. 6.30 to go here in the second quarter. As McManaway gets over to uh, Millville, I don't know if it's intended for Millville or Davis, but. Either way, McManaway takes a jump shot. No good, but he's fouled. So, uh, Aiden will go to the free throw line to shoot two. Fouls on 24. Maddox Pardon is first. Lawrenceville's first of the quarter. So, McManaway will be at the free throw line. Try to cut this to single digits. And the free throw is off. Can't do it. So it's still an 18-8 game for Lawrenceville. 6-17 to go here in the second, but McManaway will get his second free throw. As McManaway will take the second. Free throw is good. So one for two that trip before McManaway. And Lawrenceville doubled up out to my 18-9. Hardman getting it back out to Jenkins. Now over to a Pargin. Gets Caden way up in the air. Now down low to a Jenkins. It was way off. And it's going to be a last touch by Lawrenceville. And Coach Bishop calling for a foul there, but to no avail. And it'll be a ball to Altamont. Yeah, no luck there with uh, pleading with the official on that one. So uh, we continue play here. Not a lot of fouling here today in this one. Just kind of officials letting him play. Sure. Davis up top of the key over to McManaway and now over to uh, Millville. Now Millville's trapped here in the corner, and they find Kaden Miller down low, puts it up, can't get the shot to fall, but Kaden Miller's going to go to the line for two. Parker Hardman. Foul number zero, Parker Hardman for Lawrenceville, his first, Lawrenceville second. So Kaden Miller will be at the line for the first time today for him. Free throw is good. And now it's a uh, eight-point game. Off my trails here. 5.45 to go here before halftime. As Kaden Miller, the second free throw. That one takes a couple of bounces and off. Eli tries to save it, and actually they're going to say it was off with Jenkins. So it's going to stay right here with Altamont. Nice effort there by uh, Eli Miller. Eli's going to be uh, the trigger man here on the right side underneath the basket. To McManaway. Now Millville's going to step into a long two-pointer. No good. And it's going to be rebounded there by McManaway on the offensive side. Jump shot good for McManaway. His jumper falls. It's within six. 18 to 12. Poked away from behind by McManaway, but it'll stay right here as it went out off Altamont. And golf. Will be the one taking out on the left side underneath the basket. 
Golf looking for someone to pass to. Gets it in. High pass, but luckily a margin right there. Long jump shot is off, and the long rebound goes to a Millville. He's trapped here in the coffin corner, but he dribbles out of it. Now Eli Miller up here in the front court. No one was guarding him. Thought about the jump shot. Instead, he's still looking for someone to pass to. Finally finds Millville. Now back to Eli Miller. Short little jumper. No. Caden fighting for with three Lawrenceville players. Can't get it. Ball still loose on the floor, but Pargin comes away with it. Pargin gives it off to a Jenkins in transition. Puts it up down the lane. No good, but he gets his own miss back. It's also too strong. And another opportunity by Jenkins, and I don't know how he got that one to go, but he did count the basket and the foul with a circus shot by Brian Jenkins, and he's going to go to the line for the end one. Fouls on number 22, Cade Millville for outside. His defense all over him. And so he made the and one free throw. Leads back to nine here, 21 12. McManaway has that at the top of the key. Over to a Davis here on the left side. Back up to McManaway. Now over to a Millville. Cross for a pass over to Davis. And Davis takes a jump shot mid range. No good. And rebounded by Sanders. 4.30 to go here in the second quarter. Nine point lead of four. Lawrenceville. They have the ball. Jenkins cuts to the hole, layup off the glass and in. More Jenkins. Two more points for him, and he's filling it up. And Coach Cole wants another timeout. So we'll take a timeout as well as Lawrenceville leads 23-12. We'll be back here in 30 seconds. You're listening to Out My Indians Basketball from Jack Event. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Albany Central College. It's Lawrenceville with the lead is 23-12. Both fourth, 23 to go here before halftime. Altamont got it within six points, but now Dominic all of a sudden the lead back up to 12 now, or 11 now. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. I was like, wasn't that much down by six points? What a, what a five-point yeah. swing there by, by Lawrenceville. Uh, Jenkins is really, uh, like you said, as good as advertised. kind of taking uh, game taking over, over. Here, here a little bit. And he's got 15 points already. And uh, Altamont trying to get it going here offensively. And it'll be a McMahon away at the top of the key. Now over to uh, Eli Miller here, high post. And gets over to a Millville. Cross-court pass was tipped and intercepted by Golf. Another turnover there by Altamont. And it is a Pargin here on the right side. Trying to break free of Kaden Miller. Backdoor cut to Sanders. Threading the needle there. And he can't get the layup to go. But he is fouled. So Landon Sanders will go to the line for two. Cross the number five, Caden Davis. is first. Altamont second. Yeah, I don't know how they threaded it. I don't know how that pass got through to Sanders there, Travis. But it did somehow. Clean a two... Altamont defenders and got it through, and Sanders makes the first free throw. 24 to 12, largest lead of the day for Lawrence. 
And it's going to be a Sanders second free throw. Also good. Two for two there at the line for Landon Sanders and 25-12 down Lawrenceville. Manaway gets it across the timeline. And Manaway now picked up his dribble. Now over to a Davis. And a Davis to McManaway on top of the key. Now a Davis, a little head fake, and gives it back off to a McManaway. Now finds a Millville here on the right side. He blows by his defender and kicks the Davis in the corner, but it was picked off again by Hartman. Another turnover by Altman. Uh, golf turns it over there, trying to hit Jenkins in a transition. And now it'll be Millville here in the front court. And it's going to be stolen away again, trying to find Caden Miller up top, but instead knocked away by Lawrenceville and the turnover. Hargen with a jump shot way short, and it's rebounded there by uh, Millville battling with golf that time. Under three to go before halftime. 13-point lead for Lawrenceville. As Millville has it here on the right wing. is off to uh, McManaway at the top of the key. Now to a Davis. A deep jumper. Good. I was well beyond the uh, uh, collegiate line, but only a two-pointer today. So uh, Davis with another basket. And it's 25 to 14. It'll be uh, Sanders here on the left side. Now over there to uh, uh, Pargin here on the baseline. He looks for someone to pass to. Gives it back up top to a golf. And he swings it around to Hardman here on the right wing. And, and now Pargin here in the corner being harassed by McManaway. And they're going to get a foul on Aiden that time. So it'll be a sideline inbound for Florenceville. And it's going to go against McManaway. That's his first. Alamont third. Xander Sisna will check back in, and Hardman will take it for Lawrenceville. 2.13 to go before halftime. 25-14 lead for Lawrenceville. Uh, it's golf with it here in between the circles. Now over to Sanders. Now poked away by McManaway, and it's finally stolen by Eli. Eli in transition, and they're going to get a layup off the glass. No good, but it's going to be an offensive foul. As Caden was trying to clear things up for Eli, but an illegal moving screen that time by Caden Miller. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he was trying to trying to clear the way for Eli, give him a free, uh, free shot there in the lane. But, uh, yeah, legal legal moving screen and uh, his second foul. I'm on sports with word. So Caden will have to take a seat, and Radel will have to come in under two to go before halftime. 11 points in for Lawrenceville. Sanders gives it to a Pargin, who was running the baseline, and now he gets free with up the floater. Good for a Pargin. First basket in the second quarter. 27-14, Lawrenceville. As McManaway gives it off to uh, Millville. Now McManaway has it here on the left side. Gives it off to a Davis. Close to the sideline there, but gives it back in between the circles to McManaway. Swings things over to uh, Millville. Long jump shot. Good. Another in a three-point territory, but a two there for Millville. It's 27-16. As, uh, they'll get things over to uh, Cisna. And uh, Cisna will look to uh, do something with it. Had it poked away by Eli from behind. And instead, they're going to call a foul. As there was a scramble for the ball. After the initial knockaway, and it's going to go against Altamont, and that's the bonus. So Jenkins will be at the line shooting two. 
Eli Miller's first with the Alamont's fifth of the quarter. And uh, so Jenkins will be at the free throw line and can't get the free throw to go. Yeah, rolled off. So Jenkins will get another one. And it'll be uh, Jenkins So with his second attempt on the way. And that one's good. One for two, that trap for time for Bryant Jenkins. And it's 28 to 16. Minute to go now. And over to Davis, left side. He gives over to Eli at the free throw line. And now back to Millville. Millville will have it over to McManaway at the top of the circle. Now Davis will have it here on the left wing. And back up top to McManaway. It's a little head fake. Nearly lost it. And the ball's on the ground now. And they're going to get a jump ball. Tie up. So alternate possession arrow will keep it here with Altamont, though. Yeah, McManaway trying to lost the dribble there and trying to go in between his legs. Yeah, a lot of dribbling there. Yeah. 40.6 seconds to go here before halftime. Lawrenceville with the 12-point lead. McManaway has it here on the left side and now over to uh, Millville. Back over to uh, McManaway up top. And he gives it back to uh, Millville. Now back to uh, McManaway. And he's at the top of the key. Back over to uh, Millville here on the left side. 24 seconds to go. McManaway will finally try to drive, but he'll kick it back out to Millville. He'll find Eli, mid-range jumper off the front of the rim, and the battle for the loose ball. It's off Pargin, so it'll stay right here with Altamont. So it'll be uh, Hardman coming in as the Goff will take a seat for Lawrenceville. 14.3 for Altamont, trying to do something here. Eli inbounds learning the basket. Long inbounds for McManaway, but he pulls it down. 10 seconds left. Now Millville back to McManaway, back to uh, Millville here in the right corner. Millville drive baseline, goes over to Davis, jump shot, it's off no good. Radle with the follow, his shot is also no good, and that'll do it. So, that'll do it for the second quarter. After two quarters of play, it is Lawrenceville 28, Altamont 16 here at Albany Central College, and we'll be back in a few minutes. We'll let uh, Dominic tabulate the uh, stats, and... Uh, we'll try to check on some other scores uh, from around the area. And a lot of other scores have uh, gone a uh, final already, getting emails already here today. So uh, it's 28-16, Lawrenceville in the lead over Altamont here at the half. And we'll be back in a few minutes for the halftime show. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack of M. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and equal housing lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. 
At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Based out of Altima, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to uh, Olney, Illinois. And, and we're here at Olney Central College uh, today for today's matchup, 28-16 in Lawrenceville with the lead here at halftime uh, there as Altamont had a a nice run to uh, get back into the game. They had the uh, deficit down to uh, just six points at one point, but then uh, Lawrenceville has uh, come on with a, a nice run uh, there to uh, regain uh, the lead and put some distance uh, with them and Altamont uh, there. And the lead is uh, now all of a sudden back to a 12, so they doubled that uh, lead uh, there. So, uh, Altamont, so far, you know, they've uh, had the, what has been kind of a problem over the last couple of weeks that we uh, talk about. Had a couple of turnovers, uh, a few turnovers there in the uh, first half that has uh, cost them uh, there. And it's Brian, it's been the Brian Jenkins show, as we uh, figured it would be with uh, Lawrenceville, talented player, uh, that he is averaging about 20 points a game on the season. And uh, so far, uh, as good as advertised uh, here as he's been uh, taken over uh, there in uh, both quarters to uh, kind of put Lawrenceville on his back uh, here today. And uh, he has just as many points as Altamont does. So uh, that is what we got to contend with there. And for Altamont, you just got to find what was working uh, there when you got it back down to two uh, six points uh, at that point and uh, kind of go back to that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely go go back to that and figure out what's working and uh, 
yeah, find somehow find a way to stop stop Jenkins. He's got he's got 16 points alone, and that's you know that's that's what the Alamont has team. So but yeah, he's definitely as, as good as advertised. And uh, yeah, you got to figure out you know what was working during during that stretch where you narrowed it down to you know six, which is like it was uh, like the closest I've been was when they're down like four, four to nothing, or six to two in the early going, but. Uh, other than that, yeah, figure out, yeah, figure figure something out. Maybe try try something different. Um, you know, not really sure uh, sure what the answer is, but yeah, figure out some way to uh, some way to stop stop Jenkins um, and maybe force uh, force the others to uh, take uh, take action there for uh, for Lawrenceville. As we uh, look at some stats, first of all, for the Lawrenceville Indians, uh, Parker Hartman, he's one for one from the field. With two points, excuse me, Logan Sanders is 0 for 3 from the field. But he's 2 for 2 from the free throw line with two points. And Jenkins, he's 6 for 13 from the field. And he's uh, 5 for, yeah, 5 for 6, or 4 for 5, excuse me, 4 for 5 from the free throw line with 16 points. Uh, Fargin is 4 for 8 from the field with uh, 8 points as a team. Lawrenceville shooting their 11 to 25 from the field, 44 percent, and six for seven from free throw line for 85 percent. Uh, for Altamont, they are Yarhouse is over one from the field. Davis is two for six from the field with four points. Eli Miller one for six from the field with two points. Cade Millville one for four from the field with uh, two points. Ed McManaway two for five from the field and one for line five points and Cade Miller one for three from the field and one for two from the free throw line with three points. Alamont seven to twenty seven from the field for twenty six percent and two for four from the free throw line for fifty percent. And since the officials aren't gonna count three pointers, I'm not either, so I just haven't even uh, put them down the stat sheet. So uh, yeah, I go a little bit of old time basketball like you said earlier, Travis and uh, Everything two points, so uh, a little bit that, that makes it uh, a little bit, a little bit interesting as well. So uh, we'll see what the Altamont can come up with here in this, uh, this second half. As uh, need to find an answer for uh, for Jenkins and the rest of the Lawrenceville team. Oh yeah, and it's just when you're uh, playing on a uh, college court like this, you you see the uh, three point arc, and you want to take a shot from there, and uh, it's just going to be uh, counting just as much as the. Uh, uh, free throw uh, line jumper would be uh, so uh, yeah so the officials uh, decided uh, that since there is no uh, IHSA three point line painted on the floor here at OCC they're just going to count uh, two pointers so no three pointers and uh, that was decided upon by the officiating crew uh, there and so um, you know back to I don't know 60s 70s whenever the three point line was uh implemented across all sports uh, there and maybe even later uh, than that but uh, it's kind of an old school basketball game in here today at OCC but uh, right now at the half is Altamont losing by 12 to uh, Lawrenceville uh, there did have a couple other finals from around the area today already topless after their loss against St. Anthony last night bounced back to beat Robinson 63-50 also, uh, South Central and Girls Basketball won uh, 63-26 over Weber uh, Township uh, there as well. 
and also in uh, the uh, S-I-J-H-S-A-A tournament. That's a uh, tongue twister, mouthful uh, there. I saw that Altamont uh, Luther and it was victorious uh, earlier on uh, this morning as well. 50-19 to 19 was the uh, final score there, so uh, they'll uh, play again on a Monday uh, there in uh, that uh, tournament uh, there that they got going on at a junior high level there. So I'm going to pass that along as well. And it looks like both teams will start with their starters out there for Lawrenceville. You got uh, Hart, Hardman, Sanders, Cisna, Jenkins, and Pargin, the five for Lawrenceville. And Alphamont going with their five as well. McManaway, Davis, Millville, and Eli and Akita Miller, the five out there for Altamont. Lawrenceville will start off with the ball. They're already up by 12 here in the uh, start of the third quarter. As it'll be a Cisna with it, he'll take a jump shot just inside the free throw line with miss and rebounded by Kata Miller. And now Altamont will go right to left on your radio dial here this half. As McManaway will give it over to uh, Davis now. Down low to Akita Miller. There's going to be a foul on Morrisville reaching in. Counts on 23. Jenkins, that's his second. Morrisville's first of the quarter. Started of Eli inbounding underneath the basket on left side. And now Bill Bill goes over to a Davis. Jump shot. No good. And the rebound goes to a Jenkins for Lawrenceville. And his arm was hit as well. It's intercepted by Altamont. Nice pass. Millville to Akita Miller. The layup is good, and it is 28-18. As the Sanders was left wide open, and the jump shot is good. Deep two, that would have been a three normally, but it's 30-18. To answer your question, Travis, it was 1979 when the uh, NBA adopted the uh, three-point shot. The NCAA didn't implement it universally until 86 and then high school followed a year later at 87. As soon as I said the 70s I knew it was a little bit later uh, than that for all basketball. Uh, so they're going to get a, another foul that time on and Jenkins. That's his third reaching in that time against Altamont and uh, Davis uh, will have it here over to uh, uh, Miller. Now Eli Miller gets inside puts up the short little bunny. No good but Kate is there for the ball off the glass and in for Kate and Miller. Leads back to 10, a 30 to 20. And it is a Pargin and getting over to a Jenkins. Back out to Cisna. Cisna back to a Jenkins here at the free throw line. Goes up in the air and passes off to a Pargin. Pargin will drive baseline. And now a Jenkins will fake to the left, go to the right. And there's a blocking foul before the shot. So it'll just be out of bounds here for Lawrence. Foul number five, Caden Davis, his second. Almont's first of, of the half. Marie Ivers will check in for Lawrenceville. Nearly picked off by a diving McManaway, but instead it's Sanders to Hardman blocked by Kaden Miller, but there's a foul. So uh, they're going to get a uh, foul. There are body contact on Kaden Miller. So it'll be uh, two free throws coming up for Hardman. Fortunately, that's Kaden Miller's third. Yeah. Almont's second quarter. They got Jenkins for Lawrenceville with three fouls and Akita Miller with three fouls now for Altamont. And Hardman made the free throw. Definitely, 31 to 20 now. Definitely two guys that can't afford to have foul out. Yeah, they're relying heavily 
And it's an 11-point lead for Lawrenceville. 6.20 to go here in the third. Hartman's second free throw. Short and rebounded by Millville. That's going to be picked off on the pass by Hardman. His jumper was off and rebounded by McManaway. Manaway will bring it across the timeline. Eli out to a Davis here on the right corner. Now to Eli Miller. Kaden Miller running the baseline off the glass and in. Running the baseline there at 31-22. Altamont Trails. Pargin, it's tipped in the air, but it's going to be uh, controlled by Cisna. Now Pargin hands off to Hardman, poked away from McManway from behind, and intercepted. Davis the other way. He uh, lost it on the way up and crashes to the floor. Lawrenceville running the other way. It's going to be uh, taken away. A Pargin, there's going to be a blocking foul. The official couldn't find his whistle there. And it's a block on Millville. As Melville tried to poke it loose from uh, Pargin, and that's going to be a shooting foul as well. That's a tough one right there. Definitely so. That's Melville's second, Alamont's third. So Pargin will go ahead and shoot free throws. And he was losing the ball on the way up and still gets the uh, two two foul shots. Ben Radel will check in, and Kata Miller will take a seat. So the lead's back to 10 for Lawrenceville. And the second free throw also good. So 33-22. And it's going to be McManaway not feeling Hardman from behind. Nearly got a poke loose, but McManaway gets called for the offensive foul. Extended that arm there right in front of the official. Yeah. And, uh, so uh, McManaway's going to pick up the offensive foul. That's his second, Alamont's fourth of the quarter. Yeah, you right in front of the official. You get called every time. And Hardman was all over McManaway that time, almost stealing it from behind. Yes, he was. It's right there. It caused the offensive foul. It's going to be a Sanders here in the corner. Tips the bud. Lawrenceville gets it back. Spin move by Sanders over to Cisna. Cutting the hole. Floater is good off a couple bounces off the rim. And through for Cisna. And it's 35-22. Those are his first two points of the game. High pass for Eli. Eli's been around floater in the lane, up and in. For Eli Miller, his second basket of the day. It's 35-22. And a Coach Bishop wants a timeout. We'll take a timeout as well. We'll be back in 30. Back to 11-point lead for Lawrenceville. All right, back in 30 seconds for Altamonte's basketball and Jack of them. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro system. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro system works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Back here at uh, OCC, it is Lawrence Hall with a lead of 35-24, under five to go here in uh, the uh, third quarter. Indians of Lawrenceville will have the basketball, and it will be a Cisna bringing it across the floor. Over to uh, Hartman, he picked it up, and now over into the corner there to uh, Sanders. Swing things over here to uh, Cisna on the perimeter. Now Hartman 
will go uh, down low to Ivers, and he lost it, but he tracks it down here in the corner. Poked away from behind by Millville, but Eli just couldn't quite save it, so it went out, so it'll stay right here at Lawrenceville, though. So it'll be uh, inbounded there on the sidelines as the system will bring it into the front court. As they'll go over to a Hardman. Hardman over to a Cisna. Now a Cisna will go over there to a Sanders. He'll drive baseline, puts up the shot, and almost got it to go. But a rebounded by Radel. And it will be a McManoway with it. Now over to a Yarhouse who checked back in on the last timeout. And they'll go to a Yarhouse. Deep jump shot, no good. And the rebound, and there's going to be a foul. And it's going to go against Altamont. Battling for the rebound. And that's going to go against Millville. That's his third. Altamont's fifth. So Millville and Akita Miller will be with three fouls. And that's also the fifth team foul on Altamont. So we'll be shooting bonus free throws the other way for Landon Sanders. Sanders makes the first free throw. Makes it 35-24. Goff checks back in for Lawrenceville, as well as Noah Wilson comes in. Millville will take a seat with those three fouls, and Davis will check back in. Two for two there for Sanders at the charity stripe. And it's 37-24, lead for Lawrenceville. Under four to go here in the third. As McManaway will have it here on the right side, over to a Davis here in the corner. Now back up top to uh, Eli, and off to uh, McManaway. Now Yarhouse trying to find the post, but instead it's going to be Eli Miller. Jump shot, no good, and can't control the rebound as Lawrenceville. So it'll be a ball back without the ball. Argent couldn't control the rebound there. Alvamont catches the break there. Yeah, so Eli will get in. Quick inbound, finds Davis. Layup, good for KD. Third basket. It's 37-26. 3.30 to go here in the third. As the golf will get over there to a Wilson here on the left side. Now golf. Now back out. Ivers. Golf. Deep two-pointer. Straight on. Good. Golf makes that beyond the three-point arc, but it's only a two. So it's 39-26. McManaway, long jump shot. Airballed it. And inbound. Rebounded there by Lawrenceville as it was Ivers who saved that. I was wondering if that shot by McManaway was blocked. And it may have been, yeah, as it'll be a jump shot missed by Wilson, but it's rebounded by Lawrenceville, so another opportunity for them. Uh, Pargin gets McManaway up in the air, but it's going to be no good. And Eli trying to run with it, takes it coast to coast, layup off the glass and in for Eli Miller. And it's 39 28. The lead is down to 11 for Lawrenceville. Ivers here on the right side. Now over to a Golf. Thought about a deep two, but instead goes over to a Ivers. Ivers, they had someone down low momentarily, but the gap closed quickly by Altamont. So it'll be down in the corner. Now Ivers back up top to a Golf. Now it's a Sanders to a Pargin. Hop step in the lane. Had it taken away. And it's Ivers there with the follow up and in. Eli tried to draw the charge as well. 
But no foul, and it's 41-28. First basket for Ivers for Lawrenceville. Under two to go here in the third. Isaac Manaway will have it out of the top of the circle. Now over to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse to McManaway, and now with Davis thought about a deep jump shot. And McManaway thought about one as well, but instead he hands off to Eli. Passes down low with two, a Radle. Back out to a Davis. Long jump shot. No good. Off the front of the rim. And a Pargin battling with Radle for the rebound, but it's won by Pargin. Now in transition, Sanders with the lob. No good, but he gets his own miss back. As Eli Squad just kind of lost it and loses a man underneath the basket. Wilson with his first two and 43-28. And now Coach Cole wants a timeout. So Coach Cole wants the timeout. We'll take one as well. Lawrenceville's lead swells up to 43-28. We'll be back in 30. You're listening to Indians basketball here on Jack Event. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back to uh, OCC. And all of a sudden, Morrisville is taking control back. They uh, now lead 43-28. to Minute to go. And school will call that a timeout here before the end of the third quarter to settle Altamont down. And they're going to save Millville. Had his foot on the line. Tight on the sidelines here at OCC. And he was in the blue that time, so it'll be a turnover back to Lawrenceville. Yeah, that they are tight on the sidelines here. Got to go be careful where you're at. Under a minute to go. McManaway falls down and no offensive foul, but they go down to. Uh, now it's going to be a jumper missed by Ivers and a no good. And it's rebounded there by Altamont as Millville will take over. 40 seconds left in the third. A high post for Eli. A down low to Akita Miller. Spin around in the lane. His shot was way too hard. And a rebounded there by Golf. Under 30 to go here in the third. As it'll be a Golf bringing across half court. Picked up by Millville. Now over to uh, Pargin. Pargin outside, tried to get it to a standards, but instead it was knocked away out of bounds by McManaway. So it stays right here with Lawrenceville. With 15.9 left on the third quarter clock. Standards will inbound there on the sidelines. Looking to get it in. And it's going to be picked off. Nope, it was just tipped by Davis. But golf tracks it down. Now Ivers here in the right corner. Now back up top to golf here straight on. Five seconds left. As Wilson has it, and it's going to be a foul. Reaching in there was McManaway. And two free throws with Altamont in the bonus, or Lawrenceville in the bonus, if you will. Two shots coming here for Noah Wilson. Third foul for Aiden McManaway. So he joins Millville and Akita Miller with three fouls for Altamont. Missed the free throw. First one by Wilson. He'll get another one with three seconds left in the third quarter. And uh, so Wilson's second free throw will be on the way, and that one's good. One for two there. 
44-28. Millville from half court over up to Eli. Takes it one. Jump shot. Good. That could count. It does. As uh, that was a uh, college uh, three-point line. But today it's only worth two. And uh, so that'll be uh, 44-30. Make it there on that long two-pointer by Eli. So we'll be back in one minute for the fourth quarter. You're listening to Dow's Mind. He's basketball here on Jack and Ben. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Start of the uh, fourth quarter here. Altamont down on the scoreboard by 14. And the Indians of Altamont will start off with the ball, though. And it'll be McManaway being a triple teamed to back out to Eli. And it goes in and out of the hands of McManaway. So that'll be a turnover back to Lawrenceville. Kind of like when a receiver drops a pass in the NFL. McManaway looks down at both hands and, well, there's no ball. And turnover to Lawrenceville. Parging in the paint up. It's no good, but he gets his own miss back off the glass. That one's no good either. And Millville paddling for the rebound. And they're finally going to call a reach in on Lawrenceville. Battling against some big Lawrenceville players there, but it'll be a foul on them. It's only the fifth foul of the entire game for, for Lawrenceville at Don Cedars, his first, Lawrenceville's first of the quarter. It'll be uh, up top to Eli Deep, two pointer, no good, but rebounded by Millville, battling with players, and over to Miller, had it blocked, but there's a foul. Shooting foul on Morrisville, so Caden Miller will be at the line. Shoot two. Fouls on 10, Goff. That's his first, Morrisville second of the quarter. So the free throw discrepancy isn't quite as bad as that Northwestern Purdue game. But it does seem like a lot more fouls than Altamont. Caden Miller did make the uh, free throw up to 10. Stuff's coming back in. A Hardman returns for the uh, Indians of Lawrenceville, and I believe Jenkins returned as well. And uh, the uh, two for two free throws there for Caden Miller. He's got 11, and the lead is 12 for Lawrenceville, 44 32. Alamont has 12 fouls. Uh, Lawrenceville has six on the night. Yeah, about over half. Yeah. That seems about right. Hardman goes over to a Sanders. Almost lost it, but he spins around and keeps control of it. Now a high post for Jenkins. 
And a Jenkins goes inside, and there's going to be a foul there on Altamont, a blocking foul on McManway. As McManway was straight up there, but they're going to call a foul. McManway, that's his fourth, Altamont's first of the quarter. So a Jenkins will be at the free throw line here. Free throw is good. He's got 17 in this one, and the lead's back up to 45-32, and McManaway has to sit down with those four fouls, and Yarhouse will come back in. So Jenkins at the line for a second one, and that one's also good. Two for two there for Jenkins, and it's 46-32. The lead is 14 for Lawrenceville. Millville over to Yarhouse. Now to Kata Miller here in the right corner. Swinging it here on the perimeter to uh, Millville. Millville goes inside, and they're going to call a jump ball. And be a hard well, got both hands on it. Lawrenceville apparently, and so it'll be a ball to uh, Lawrenceville on the alternate possession arrow. As it'll be a Hardman getting across the timeline. Over to uh, Hargen here on the left side. Now over to Hardman, and down low to uh, Jenkins. And Jenkins, uh, spinning around, puts it up off the glass and in. Eli did his best there, but Jenkins threw it up and made it. 48-32. As Millville, things over to a yard house here on the left side. Now Millville is over to a, a yard house. Down low to Kata Miller, out to Davis in the corner. Jump shot's off, but it's going to be rebounded by Kata Miller, and they're going to call a jump. And alternate possession arrow will keep it here without the box. But McManaway will have to come back in, and Davis will take a seat. McManaway returns with those four fouls, but you got to do it at this point. For sure, yeah. And so Millville takes a jumper on the baseline. Good. Only a Millville's second uh, basket of the day. It's 48-34. Nice little baseline jumper there. He's wide open. And he knocks it down as it'll be Sanders here on the left side. He goes all the way and puts it up. No, and rebounded by Caden Miller. Millville in a transition here. Gives it to McManaway. He'll take the jump shot. Good. Pure for McManaway. And it's 48-36. Altamont trying to climb back in here with 5.15 to go in the game. This man will have it here left side, and they'll give it off to Pargent. Hardin now up top to Hardman, and there's going to be a, a timeout for Coach Bishop, I believe, for no. I don't know what that was the whistle was for. They're going to take it out for Lawrenceville, but not quite sure what happened there. I'm not either. Uh, he called for a timeout, but I guess he didn't, so we're back to blame. Five minutes to go here in this one as Hardman will have it up top now over to a Jenkins. And a Jenkins drives the hole behind the back, and it's going to be uh, out of bounds. A fancy pass there, but it's going to end in a turnover there. Fancy pass to Sanders Jenkins. Sanders wasn't able to handle it. So it went out of bounds. So. I probably wasn't expecting to go behind the back there. Probably not. That high level of difficulty. Eli has it here, and now McManaway here at the OCC logo. Now over to Eli Miller, and it's cross for a pass to Davis. Now over to McManaway, swings it over to Millville, 
deep two-pointer, good. Millville with another basket. Back down to 10, 48-38. And it's Pargin going strong to the hole. He can't get that one to go, but he is fouled. So free throws coming up for Pargin. That was on 42, Caden Miller. That's his fourth, Alamont's second quarter. So McManaway and Caden Miller now will have four fouls. And it's two free throws coming here for a Pargin. Free throw is good. And it makes it 11-point lead for Lawrenceville, 49-38, 421 to go here in the fourth. And a Pargin second free throw, also good. Two for two there. 50-38, to leads back to 12 for Lawrenceville. McManaway over to uh, Davis. And now to uh, McManaway at the top of the circle. And now gets it over to uh, Millville. They'll swing it and work it around here. Millville down low to Kata Miller. High pass. And it's going to be out of bounds to Lawrenceville on the turnover. Thought of Lawrenceville may have got their hand on it, but instead it was off of Altamont. Under four to go. Altamont down by 12 here. Pargin fires a pass down low to a Sanders, and there's going to be a foul. And that's going to be against Aiden. So that's going to do it for McManaway. So McManaway will foul out. Altamont third quarter. Rado will come in for McManaway, who will foul out here with the seven points offensively, but he was the guy guarding Jenkins most of the time. So uh, Sanders missed the jumper. It was way too long, and Altamont can't handle the rebound, so he'll stay right here with Lawrenceville. So Cisna will inbound just to the left of the basket. Again, a two uh, Sanders down low, a two uh, Jenkins. A little bit of a low pass, but he wrestles it away. And Hardman out to a Pargin here on the left wing. Now back in between the circles to Hardman. He goes strong to the hole, puts up the short little bunny. Is good for Hartman. His second made field goal. 52-38. Three twenty to go in the game. Davis with it. Now Millville in between the circles. Now almost picked off by Pargin, but it goes out of bounds. Stays right here without the So maybe Millville inbounding in front of the Altamont bench. Go to Eli Miller. Now Eli gets it back from uh, Millville. And him and Millville playing pitch and catch. Millville steps inside, just inside the arc. The jumper is good by Millville. Third basket already here in the fourth. It's 52 40. Got eight points on the game. It'll be a Cisna. Had it knocked away, but controlled by Lawrenceville. As Hardman takes the jumper. Good. Knocks it down. 54 to 40. Lawrenceville back in the lead by 14. 2 uh, 30 to go here in the fourth. As Eli spins around, no one was guarding him, so he'll just take the jump shot and it was off the front of the rim. Rebounded by Pargin. And uh, so it'll be a Pargin here into the front court. And uh, looking for someone to pass to. And he finds Hardman here on the left side. Uh, trying to hit Sanders in the corner, but it was cut off. And Hardman. Takes a couple of dribbles and back it back out here towards the half-court line. Now a Pargin, he'll drive to the hole, puts it up off the glass and in. 
tough basket there by uh, Margin. And it's 56 to 40. And uh, Coach Cool wants a timeout. We'll take a timeout as well. Altamont trails by 16. And under uh, two minutes to go in the game. We'll be right back. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack of You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement. And you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Only Central College. Again, late in of this one, under two minutes to go in the game. And it's Lawrenceville with the lead of 56 to uh, 40. Here in uh, this one, it's been a tough day all the way around here today for the Indians of Altamont, but trying to finish the game strong here as Altamont will have to go the full length of the floor with it and uh, so a Davis returned to the lineup there on that timeout so Millville will take it out and Eli will be the one to bring it up and he gives it back to a Millville actually so Millville gives over to Eli here on the right side and now Radel here in the right corner now back to a Millville and he Gets it knocked away, but Caden Miller's there for the recovery. And Eli takes the jump shot way too long. Maybe it hit as well, but Margin with the rebound. Margin across half court over to Jenkins. Now finds Sanders here in the left corner. Now it's Hardman back up top. Trying to go around a radle, but he stays with him. Now Cisna with it. Now Hardman. And Lawrenceville just playing a little keep away here. And there's going to be a timeout for Coach Bishop. And so Coach Bishop takes a timeout. We'll take another timeout as well. Minute 16 to go in this one. So we'll be uh, back. And you're listening to Altamonte's Basketball Jack of M. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Getting late here in OCC as it's Lawrenceville with a 16-point lead over Altamont. A minute 10 to go in this one. As they find a Cisna there on the left side and almost a, a trap there by Davis and a Millville, but Lawrenceville gets out of it. Hardman dribbles around a Davis and they're called block foul. So a gate, KD will pick up that one. This is third. Altamont's fourth of the quarter. And uh, so it'll be uh, system taking out just in front of Lawrenceville. So it'll be a Hardman uh, tracking down here in the backcourt under a minute to go. 
as it is Hartman out here. And Hartman gets things over to Cisna. Cisna will uh, dribble here on the arc. Just Florence will just uh, dribbling around, not really wanting to get into any offense just yet. 40 seconds left as a margin. Backdoor cut to Sanders off the glass and in for the layup. For Sanders, and it's 58 to 40, 30 seconds left. As Millville will go over to a Davis. Now a Millville long two-pointer. Back iron, and it bounces all the way over the backboard. So they out of bounds to Lawrenceville with 21.8 left. So Lawrenceville will just uh, dribble it up, and I think that uh, Altamont will just let him dribble it out here, so that'll do it. So it looks like your final score will be Lawrenceville 58, Altamont 40, and uh, that's going to be uh, your final here today at OCC. And Lawrenceville comes away with the win. And Altamont will drop to a 16 and a 6 on the season. And Lawrenceville will pick up another win. It'll be 21 and 3 on the uh, season. So uh, we'll be back here in the uh, post game. And we'll have a look at the uh, post game uh, stats as well as we'll try to track down some other scores as well. Or we'll try to catch up with uh, Coach Cool here in the uh, post game as well. So Altamana Falls here today against Lawrenceville. 58-40 was the final. And we'll be back to wrap it up here in the post game. And you're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack FM. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. 
You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Alney Central College as it was a 58 to a 40 uh, final score uh, there as the uh, Indians uh, fall, about month fall, that is, uh, here uh, today against a, a very tough Lawrenceville squad. Uh, here, I mean, when uh, we came in uh, this morning, guys, uh, you had Lawrenceville coming off that impressive win against Alney last night and then to uh, hop back here and uh, take down Altamont. And the way uh, they they did, Lawrenceville is a uh, impressive team uh, right there. So uh, twenty one and three they are on the season now, and Altamont uh, falls to a sixteen and six on the year after uh, they were also in action last night after picking up a win against uh, CHBC there in uh, Beecher City last night. But today just was not Altamont's day uh, here today, and unfortunately uh, fall into this one against a uh, tough Lawrenceville squad. Yeah, they, they fall to a tough Lawrenceville squad. And uh, like we said throughout the broadcast, Lawrenceville is definitely uh, Lawrenceville is as good as advertised. Jenkins is as good as advertised. And uh, I mean, the whole team is, uh, that's on I me. Mean, I know they're not state ranked, state ranked, but that's why they're receiving votes in in state. And, you know, that's why they just got their 21st win here tonight against uh, Alamont to prove the 21 and 3. And Alamont falls to uh, 16 and 6 on the season. As uh, we still have another game to go here tonight, we won't broadcast it on the radio, but the, uh, they're doing things kind of backwards today. They did the varsity first, now they're going to have the JV game, calling the varsity game here at the Alley Central. So, yeah, just an odd day with no three-pointers, the varsity game first. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It looked like uh, Coach called a timeout for Lawrenceville, or Coach Bishop called a timeout for Lawrenceville, and nothing – he didn't call a timeout, and nothing really happened. So, not a lot of clarification there today. But uh, thanks again to AD Lurkins for giving us clarification on uh, why they weren't calling three-pointers today because there's no painted IHSA high school three-point line here at the all the College except the college three-point line. So, uh, it is what it is, and that's what, uh, that's what we've been doing. That's what we've been doing the, uh, the whole game here is, we uh, look at look at some stats here. First of all, for, uh, for Lawrenceville, they went to get 40 over uh, Altamont. Uh, Hardman was uh, three for four from the field and one for two from the free throw line with seven points. 
Sanders was one for eight from the field and four for four from the uh, free throw line with six points. Cessna was one for one from the field with two points. Goff was one for one from the field with two points. Noah Wilson, one for two from the field and one for two from free throw line for three points. Uh, Jenkins was seven of 14 from the field and uh, six of seven from the free throw line with 20 points. Pargin, five of 13 from the field and four for four from the free throw line for 14 points. And Evers was one for two from the uh, one for two from the field with uh, two points. As a team, Lawrenceville shot uh, 44%. They're 20. They're 20 of uh, 20 of 45. And from the free throw line, two for 16. They were 14 of 18 from the uh, from the free throw line tonight. Was uh, was Lawrenceville for for 77 percent. So uh, definitely a great uh, great shooting night for uh, for Lawrenceville as we look uh, look over at Alamont stats and they fall here tonight 58 to 40. Uh, Yarhouse was uh, 0 for two 0 for two from the field. Caden uh, Davis was uh, three for ten from the field with uh, six points. Uh, Eli Miller was uh, four for fourteen from the, uh, from the field with uh, eight points. <coughs> Excuse me. Caden Millville was uh, he was uh, four for seven from the field as well. He also had eight points. Aiden McManaway was uh, three for seven from the field and one for two from the uh, free throw line with uh, seven points. And Cade Miller was uh, four for eight from the field and three for four from the uh, free throw line with uh, 11, 11 points to, uh, to lead, lead the Indians as they... Uh, they had lots. They had lots of fouls. They knew anyway. He fouled out. He had foul five fouls. Kate Miller four. Kate uh, Millville three. Davis three. And Eli Miller had one. Uh, and 13, 16, 16 fouls to for Almont, Six fouls for for Lawrenceville, and uh, that was definitely part of the difference in the game there. Plus the fact that uh, Lawrenceville is very, very good and. Uh, Talented team that I'd say Altamont is but just uh, wasn't Altamont tonight here tonight and uh, just uh, just an odd day like you said, Travis. So uh, I mean, an odd day is the best way you can uh, describe it. Uh, coming up here to Olney uh, uh, and picking up uh, this uh, game at OCC and uh, with the uh, I know I just say a three-point line uh, officials uh, just uh, counted uh, two pointers. Uh, today because of that, so uh, Coach Neberge is uh, not uh, here, so uh, just uh, kind of a, a weird uh, day in the RC playing first, uh, like you mentioned as well, so just uh, an overall an odd uh, odd day here uh, today, but hopefully we get back to a more normalcy uh, next week. The uh, boys will have uh, three games uh, there uh, next week. We got uh, a couple of games in the NTC. We got uh, Nioga and uh, St. Elmo. 
uh, there in Altamonte this week, as well as we got uh, the game on a Saturday, next Saturday in Warrensburg against uh, the uh, Tuscola Warriors uh, there. So uh, that one in the NCC CIC shootout. And uh, so uh, Altamonte falls uh, here uh, today uh, there. And uh, so uh, the final score again uh, there was uh, 58 to uh, 40. Uh, there, the uh, final score. Uh, there's a JV team will be uh, going on uh, there, and uh, so it will be uh, the girls in action. Next broadcast we have here on uh, Jack FM, and uh, that will be uh, against uh, Father McGivney there in Glen Carbon. So we'll look forward to uh, that one and uh, JV game and get going uh, now. And uh, we'll let uh, Coach uh, Cool off the hook. Uh, for today with the responsibilities. Usually uh, these are the kids that he's uh, in charge of uh, today. So uh, JV game going on uh, right now. So uh, that'll do it here for us in Olney as uh, it'll be uh, Altamont falling here against Lawrenceville, 58-2040, the uh, final score uh, here today against Lawrenceville. So uh, thanks to uh, Carter back at the studios for getting on and off the air today. And uh, thanks to uh, Dominic for alongside. And uh, this is uh, Travis Sparks signing off. And have a great rest of your weekend. And we'll be back on the air on a Monday for Altamont Lady Indians uh, against uh, Father McGivney uh, on a Monday. So until then, it's back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FN. So have a, a great rest of your weekend. And a good night, everybody. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.